Welcome to the Hidden Wire Podcast, episode 664, with Milos Piawola. Enjoy. Welcome to the Hidden Wire's 30-minute power segment. I am passionate about creating a lifestyle that minimizes suffering and regret. The purpose of life is not simply to survive, but to thrive, and I believe we do that by creating a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Each week, I'll be delivering a 30-minute conversation with a guest expert on a topic that they are knowledgeable and passionate about, with the purpose to inspire and educate us all. I don't have all the answers. I'm simply trying to figure life out. And through greater awareness and understanding, I can put into practice what I learn to further my life's progression. I can't give you your life's map. I can't show you the way, but I can assist you in discovering your why. I can help you define your life's compass, to guide you purposefully, to act on and pursue your life's desires, and from there, watch happiness ensue. My guests are the experts. They are the people I learn from. They provide the inspiration, education, and methodology that we can all benefit from in better navigating the ultimate life. Without further ado, let the show begin. Today's feature guest is Malosh Piawola. The topic is fear. Milo went to school for over 21 years, wandering academic corridors in search for inspiration. First, he became a mathematician and economist, then an attorney in New York City. He is now known, however, as Adventure Milo and is officially an explorer, a dream he held onto since he was a child. In this episode, he talks all about fear, how we can overcome fear to discover parts of ourselves that we never knew existed and follow a less traditional life, a less traditional path in life. This is a really cool, inspirational episode, guys. It's his second round at The Hidden Why. So enjoy this one. Let me know what you think. Jump on to thehiddenwhy.com. Cheers. G'day, Milo, and welcome back to The Hidden Why Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great, and sounds uh, like you're doing great as well. Welcome back as well. It, it has been a while since we last spoke. I, I don't actually have the uh, the previous episode in front of me, but I'll make sure we stick it in the show notes because that was a, a fantastic conversation. Uh, very inspirational dude, uh, doing a lot of really cool things. And um, since we last spoke, I know you, you've multiplied that, you've tenfolded that. But what I really love about your story is that you've gone out there, you've followed your passion, and you've you've made a good living out of it too. So yeah, welcome back to the show. Today's topic is fear, so we're going to talk about fear with Milo. And Milo, um, you start, tell us tell us what you've been up to and, and tell us why fear is such an important topic for you. Absolutely. You know, it's a, fear is a paralyzing force in life. When you don't understand something, you don't know how to approach it, the, the easiest thing to do is cower in comfort. And the reason I say that is because that I, I have made every possible effort to do the absolute opposite of that since five years ago when I started. So the reason that I feel I am a benefit to people who who, who view what I do um, or, or an audience is because I take the extreme route every time, right? So if, uh, if there's a, a difficult way to live life, that's what I have chosen to do. So my advice to everybody else is not to live life like me because I am constantly – bruised and beaten and and you know I, I I experience crashes and catastrophes because I risk so much right so I am I part of what I do is extreme environment um, exploration so I recently traveled to Mount Everest base camp uh, and I filmed the experience in uh, with a 360 camera uh, and I chose to camp outside all the way uh, through there um, next week I'm flying out to the west coast of America and I will be climbing Mount Rainier 
Okay. And uh, what I tend to do is, I, I like I said before, I throw myself and I push myself into challenging situations. And the reason for that, the reason that I that I discovered for myself personally, is because I'm one of the few people who, who whose purpose in life is to show others what is possible. I don't expect everybody else to quit their job one day completely and turn around and try to start a completely different career. I think it should be much more incremental and deliberate. However, uh, in order to demonstrate what is possible, I have put my, my foot down and pressed the pedal to the metal. So I'm going as fast as possible. And I throw myself into multiple projects at the same time. Uh, and at the end, I feel like that's the best way to, to learn. Experience is something you learn through, uh, or rather wisdom is something you learn through experience. So if you try to do as much as you can at the same time, um, it's, it's something that teaches you quite a lot coming out the other side. And that's what gives me the experience necessary to be able to, to discuss things with other people. Because I don't just do things at the high level. I have to start everything from the ground up because I don't have resources. Yeah, wow, wow. And um, so how, how did your journey begin into this field, just to um, recap? Right. So let me, I guess, let, let's explain for, for those who don't know me or who haven't read the bio. Um, I used to be an attorney. I went to school for 21 years straight, uh, probably more than that, in order to – and during that time, I became a math major, an economics major. I could not find work, so I became an attorney. I worked in South Africa, in London, in New York City, in New Jersey, and I also traveled around the world in order to, uh, to continue that. But ultimately, I was completely – unsatisfied. In fact, it was so bad. In in looking back at the experience, I, I felt like I was being tortured by going to work every day and being forced to do something I do not want to do. While at the same time, everybody in my life was praising my lifestyle. So people were, were saying, wow, here's, look at Milo. Milo came from Poland to America as an immigrant, didn't speak English. He went to school, he became an attorney, and congratulations, he has, he has lived the American dream. But the opposite of that was true. You know, unfortunately, the way that my life was, was I had extremely low pay as a result of the recession. I had no benefits. I was literally working 95 hours per week on paper. Yeah. And that was per week, so it was back to back. It was nonstop. I didn't have a day off. I didn't have a day off on Saturday or Sunday. And so imagine this 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 felt like torture. And it put me under such extreme pressure to change, to do something different, that I think that that's what maybe broke that fear barrier in my in my mind. Because what I thought at the time was, well, if I hate my life every single day, then I don't really care what's going to happen either way. So why not go for goals? Why not do that? Hmm. What do I have to lose? At the end of our lives, for practically anybody, the significant majority of the population on earth, 100 years after you die, the only records of your existence, well, at this point, will probably be some sort of dead Facebook page and some photos, but really just your record, your, your name in some records somewhere. Nobody will remember you. Hmm. So why not go for the biggest thing you can imagine? You have nothing to lose. Your life is that. It's yours. That's it. Are you enjoying yourself? If, you're, if you feel pressure that is dissatisfying in your life and you know how to fix it, then your opportunity is right in front of your face. 
Yeah. Right. So, and the reason I got into this was again because my life was completely un. It was just it was causing me pressure and tension. And today, I can tell you, even though I don't make much money, uh, the money I would make as an attorney, I would be spending to travel. And now that is what I do for a career. That is what I do for a living. So I literally have reached a point where I get paid for my existence. And I think that is an ideal place for every single person in the world to reach, but it's unique to every single one of us because not everybody wants to be an explorer deep at heart. Most of us want to do something different. Perhaps you want to sing. Perhaps you want to be a podcast host. Perhaps you want to be a, a, a race car driver. But each one of those things is unique to us, and we, we have to find the discipline inside to wake up day after day and ignore the people who are telling us how to live our lives based on some preconceived notion of what society considers to be acceptable. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, the things that I do do not make people happy. Hmm. There's a lot of people that stood in my way along the way. And the reason for that is because my mere existence is an affront to them. The fact that I quit my job and didn't fail is to them impossible in their heads because what it tells them, it says to them, hey, you could do that too, but you're not doing it. So what they want, a lot of people actually want to see, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of these things where um, uh, several people right now, but one of them is George Bosch. George Bosch is the founder of the Himalayan Stove Project, which is the award-winning project I worked with in Nepal. One of the things he says is that he worked over 40 years of his life to become an overnight success. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody, every entrepreneur out there is working in the dark. Nobody's going to praise you. In fact, a lot of people, most people are going to want for you to fail unless you conform to what they're doing. And the only way for you to receive validation is to achieve success. And that doesn't happen until the moment you achieve success, not along the way. Otherwise, it's just PR efforts that are bought and paid for. Yeah. Yeah, I can see you're very passionate about the topic, which I love, um, and and it's so true. Like I, I think it's it's great inspiration and motivation for others. Um, you know, for you and, and just sort of going back a little bit, working 95 hours a week. Um, there's a lot of people out there that I'm sure you know are dissatisfied with what they're doing in life. Uh, perhaps working the same hours, similar hours, maybe give or take. You know, but still going day in day out, just not really content with their life. And whilst they think you know, what What else worse could happen, they still have that fear of stepping out into the the unknown, into the unfamiliar space of perhaps pursuing something that might be of more interest or exploring life in a different manner than what might be traditionally accepted. So how do we how do we take that fear on board and and use it, embrace it and and move towards it? Well, I, I would ask every single individual what, what, what was the last thing that caused you to panic and to do something? Was it a late bill? Did you get a flat tire on the side of the road? Did you get a speeding ticket and you had no money to pay for it? Your mind immediately went into overdrive trying to figure out a solution. These solutions don't exist in a vacuum. Okay, so when something critical happens in your life and you're suddenly put into motion, imagine if your girlfriend breaks up with you. Imagine if a, a loved one is, is going through some sort of catastrophe. Hmm. You don't think, you act. And so 
how do you put yourself into that place where you can wake up in the morning and you can, in your mind, be convinced, I need to do this? Not, I better do this because this is the right way to do things, but I need to do this to survive. And a lot of people don't do that. This is what the base of fear is, right? Because it's much easier to be sitting around and be mildly uncomfortable but know what to do and what to expect rather than to step outside of those bounds and have no idea what to do. When I decided to, to be an explorer, yeah. I mean, geez, even now I can't define what that is. What I can tell you is I've become a person who can do 10,000 different things really well. That's it because there's no help that you get. So first of all, let me kind of talk to your listeners and explain to them that I'm not some sort of superstar achiever uh, like other people. Um, when I came to America, I did not speak English, and my parents uh, did not have money. They both needed to go to work, and they worked 16-hour days every day, so I actually barely even got to see my parents. When I went to school, I uh, needed to take out loans for all of my education, including my law school education, and I did not get good grades. I did mm-hmm. not get good grades. Let me just say that again. I sat in the seats and I followed the instructors and I literally did the bare minimum because everybody else told me this is the way that you're going to reach success. And that was not true. I endured that to myself because I never answered my passion. But I knew that here was instructions. And instructions are way easier to follow than figuring out your way on your own. But yeah. that is not how you're going to find happiness. And fear Fear is that border of your comfort zone. And every time you get near it, you start thinking, oh, man, no, I don't want to step over there because who knows what's going to happen. And when your mind goes into the who knows mode, what you start thinking of is the extremes. If you don't have money, I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my car. I'm going to lose all the things. I'm going to lose my health benefits. In America, that's a real problem. Yeah. What you don't think of when you're trying to step over that line is the possibility of success. It's easy to think about being a rock star, but what does that mean? That means getting your first booking. That means getting your first booking where they pay you. That means getting your first booking where they pay you and they pay for your other expenses to the point where you're actually able to, uh, to afford living like a human being instead of not. So the people that I'm speaking to are the people are, is the group of people that I came from, you know. I, I and I and I'm telling you this because it, it, this wasn't some sort of lightning bolt in my life that struck me, and now I feel like I have a passion. What happened was this was the result of feeling like life was grinding me. It's under under its heel, and I just said, forget it. I don't care anymore. And I and I recommend that to everybody. What do you have to lose? I'm sure that you 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 can feel embarrassed for a moment or you know experience the odd rejection here and there and I'll tell you this right now 5 years after the fact I am still receiving 99.9% rejections in my email if that because I don't even get responses to many of the pitches that I make yeah yeah now this is this is a lifestyle that you choose to lead, and what I meant before by that quote that it, it took an entire lifetime over forty years to become an overnight success because nobody appreciates it. People encourage you along the way because they care about you, but nobody appreciates that what you're doing is an actual decision that is going to make you profitable and sustainable for the rest of your life, and then you don't work have to work. Imagine not having to work. 
if you don't have to work for everybody, just around the world, work is a ubiquitous, ubiquitous term. Work is being paid for something that you don't want to do. That's what most people believe in. Hmm. I got to go into the office. Man, I got to work five days a week. Oh, we're finally getting a three-day weekend. Thank goodness, you know? But you never consider the fact that people get paid for just doing what they love to do. And you could see this at the fringes, people who, who work in music, people who, uh, who, who go and work with wildlife, people who uh, work with art. All of these things, all of them come from a place deep inside of those people's uh, souls. They want to do those things. And as long as they do those things, they are happy. And they do those things so long that they become so good that other people begin to recognize that's a person I'm going to pay because they're so good at what they do. Yeah. And the best examples of this are – this is an example I probably used on the last podcast. There's a guy who folded a piece of paper and threw it inside of a gymnasium. That piece of paper uh, got the world record for the longest distance that a paper airplane has ever been thrown. Ever since that moment, that individual literally travels around the world and earns a six-figure salary just talking to people about how he folded that piece of paper. That's it. You know, when we were younger, we, we talked about uh, – we had, we had parents and teachers and everybody that was older telling us that video games are a waste of time. That's it. And that's true. At the time, video games were considered to be a waste of time. But today, there is people online who literally record themselves playing video games and make millions of dollars. Go on YouTube and just look at uh, – I forget what they're called. They're like the Let's Play, right? There's all yeah. these Let's Play videos. <laughs> seen a couple of there them. is literally people who play Crazy. video games for a living. They have fun. They play video games, and they get paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, the, 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 the secret to that kind of thing is not winning the lottery. It's starting a YouTube channel and being committed and waiting and watching each follower come on board and begin to appreciate you as a human being and what you do. And that real passion will shine through as long as you follow exactly what you want to do deep from inside. But the secret to it and it's no secret, but the secret, uh, as everybody understands it, is you have to spend time figuring out what that thing is. Yeah. And you can't go to a guidance counselor, and you can't go to your parents, and you can't go, you can't go to anybody, not people that care about you, not people that hate you. The only thing that you can do is ask yourself, what is it that I can do if I am not paid for it? And you have, and you're going to go wrong. You're going to do things, and you're going to experience failure, catastrophe, heartbreak, injury. All of these things will happen. You don't avoid them. You learn how to get over that. You learn how to navigate it. You learn how to use it. Sometimes things come, and they feel like they're the worst thing to ever happen in the world. And what they are is a gift. Hmm. Because when you figure out how to use those things in order to move yourself forward, that's when you learn that you can do anything in life. Anything and everything, but it's got to be a day-to-day commitment, and you have to be fully on board to do it. So just going back, um, I totally appreciate the comment about, you know, it's easier to live our life by instructions, you know, and we learned that from school. Um, Follow the instructions, you know, get the grades and, you know, go to university, have the life that everyone uh, dreams of having. And you you get there and you find out it's not really always the case, Um, particularly because you followed instructions doing stuff that you don't like. Now, 
and, and AI is a big component in this place and it's sort of a little bit off topic, but I've just listened to another uh, expert in the field and talking about AI and how, you know, AI actually helps us make decisions because it's, again, it's more following instructions. We can just open up Netflix and it says, here's the five movies that you should watch based on, you know, how we know much, what we know about you. Um, and then you select one. So it's easier to do that than go out there, explore and take the risk of, you know, watching something that's totally off track or whatever. And that's a, a purely you know, simple example, but it seems like that's the way we're moving forward. We're trying to make it easier and easier for people to make the decisions in life. Now, I don't know if that has anything connected to, you know, exploring life, but certainly it seems like it's taking that ownership away from us to really explore our life and go out there. And when you do that, that's where the fear comes into it because you're exploring totally new domains that uh, you're just unfamiliar with, that might be uncomfortable, that might be off the traditional path that is, you know, um, can be very uh, concerning, risk-taking, etc. cetera. Um, what, what are your thoughts on, on that, first of all? Uh, I mean, I think it's becoming e- easier and easier to live the life of, of a zombie. And that is absolutely true if you consider the amount of time <clears throat> that you spend on social media, the amount of distractions that are available outside of social media. I mean, Netflix connects you. You no longer have to go to the video store to get a video. You just press a button. Yeah, you don't even have to press the play button because there's the auto play button. So you just sit down and you've got your bucket of food in front of you. And I mean, if you've ever seen the movie Idiocracy, that's where we're at. And the money, the money that's being made on social media is being made off of you. You're paying in order to participate. You are providing the content for other people to be attracted to it. And so everybody that's – yeah, I mean how big is Facebook, right? Facebook has employees all over the place today, but Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all of these things have a very small core group of people who are literally earning all of the money. Yeah. So we no longer have a large factory that is supporting an entire city. We now have a couple individuals who are in the upper echelon of people who are making money, and everybody else is out on their luck. And what you're seeing right now is you're right. There's the fear of, of automation. And what you have to do is you have to snap out of it. Do you want to live life or do you want to just follow the line? Because the line is the bread line and there's very little bread left. And see, it's an interesting you know? thing. Like, you know, in the past when we didn't have all this comfort and, and ease of making decisions and, and living, you know, an unsatisfactory life, um, you know, things were tough and you had to go out there and just make things work. You had to go out there and find things. You had to go out there and innovate. Um, you know, it, it, it was, you had to face your fears, basically. You had no other choice. And you talked about that before is finding that point where, you know, you will get up in the morning because, not because you think you need to do something different, but because you have to. You've got no other choice. Well, so that's that's I think the most important thing that we can talk about. If you consider all of the people that we admire, uh, so Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, um, Richard Branson, every single one of those people did they did not attend school and uh, and follow the rules. They didn't get good grades. They didn't do all this other stuff. Maybe they got good grades, but who cares? Because the entire time that they were attending. They were figuring out how to do things that were not on the list of options. 
they weren't trying to get the best grade on an exam. They were trying to figure out how to get around working in order to get that best grade. I mean, Bill Gates uh, notoriously changed the programming in his school's computers so that he got placed in the classes with all the girls. <laughs> Steve Jobs got fired from his position as CEO. You know, Mark Zuckerberg, there's, I mean, Mark Zuckerberg, right? The Lizard King, that's what everybody calls him. He's just this person who exists outside of society. But you have to realize that these people, they took advantage by figuring out where the borders were and operating outside of those borders where there is fear and complexity and danger. You know, if somebody figured out that Bill Gates was in there programming away at the uh, programs that were running his school, he would probably get expelled if, if he, you know, if he, if he wasn't rich. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if you look at Richard Branson, Richard Branson had so many different lawsuits thrown at him. I mean, look at Elon Musk. The entire auto industry attacked him relentlessly. They continue to do so right now. It ha the reason is people don't want you to get out of line. Everybody wants you to wait patiently in line, but the line moves so slow, you'll never get anything by the time that you're too old. And then you'll mm. just be waiting around. And you know, it's it's great that uh, Australia has uh, universal health care, but it does make people complacent. There is a level of um, awareness in America about one's health. That perhaps is not present. I'm not throwing this out there as a theory, but this is a good conversation topic. The thing is, the easier we make things for everybody, the less inclined everybody is to do the challenging things. Exactly. And I'd like well, to, I'd you like don't take the ownership for your own life, do you? You don't take the responsibility. And and I'd like to point towards the explorers that reached Antarctica and the South Pole and Mount Everest earlier in last century. There was no such thing as Gore-Tex. They were using steel and iron. They were using leather and fur. They didn't have plastic. They had to lug the oxygen bottles up there, which were made out of steel, not aluminum, or maybe aluminum at the time, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter because what I'm talking about is these people did that in spite of not having the luxury of having technology assist them, and they were using the best technology of the time. So what sort of explorers are we going to have from an entire mob of zombies that is wandering around with their head down looking at the screen on their phone? Yeah, yeah. In order for you to become successful, you have to fail, and failure means the, the, the way that society looks at you. You have to pass through the eye of the needle and come out the other side, and you can't fall on your knees because if you do, you just stand back up. And you keep going. You know, Rocky, everybody knows this. Everybody knows this quote. But it doesn't matter how tough you are. Life will knock you down. It's your job to stand back up no matter what happens. Yeah, it's interesting. It it's it's interesting. Everyone wants to step out of the line and, and go yeah. and explore life. Uh, but no one's got the courage to do it. And, and then we look at other people and expect everyone to stay in line. Um, out of you get uh, almost you get out of spanked spot, you do as hmm. as soon as you as soon as you step out of that line you get spanked and that's just the way it is that is there is no way for me to express this to people there is no fast way there is no shortcuts the people who have shortcuts are lying to you Ty Lopez is lying to you <laughs> he has rented all that stuff and this it's a joke to even bring him up I don't even like saying his name but that's the reality these are snake oil salesmen there is no secret to success occasionally somebody wins the lottery and that's what it is 
life does select people and provide them those things. But go ahead and look at all of the statistics collected on lottery winners. They lose their fortune within two and a half years. The significant majority of them. They do mm. not know how to manage their money. If you do not earn your place, if you do not like if you do not deflect the attacks and life eroding away at the success that you are constantly forced to nurture, then you're just going to lose it all. But the person who goes through all of those beatings and all of those failures and all of those those uh, challenges and obstacles, by the time that they're successful, Whatever it is that's going to come at them, they will have already been through it, and they'll know how to manage it, and they'll know how to avoid it and continue to grow. That's the only way to do it. Everybody thinks that you can be successful. Well, it's really easy to be happy and successful, but entire, an entire lifetime of not being successful is what it takes to stay successful. Yeah. If that doesn't motivate you enough, guys, listening out there to go out there and, and start exploring life in the ways that you want to, then I don't know what will. Milo, um, very inspirational chat, uh, a little bit about fear, well, hopefully a lot about fear, but really I found you know more inspiration there about you know just challenging people to, to take ownership for their lives and go out there and, and do what they love, do what they're passionate about, do something a little bit different and, and see what happens. And yeah, again, you know the path isn't a short one, it's a long one, stay committed and, and keep going, keep exploring. You'll, um, you'll find greater joy in that process than you would by sitting back behind Netflix and working in a job you hate. Uh, Milo, how can people best reach you? Uh, So I I encourage people to shoot me an email. I have made a promise to myself when I started this career, and the the result of this is, or or rather, the reason for this is because I emailed my heroes, and and I did not get answers back. And that just that put a thorn in my side I will never get rid of. I will always answer email. I was always talk to people and give them my advice. My email is my first name, Milos, M-I-L-O-S-Z, at adventuremilo.com. Shoot me an email. Ask me questions. I'll, I'll be more than happy to, to, to send information your way. And check out my program, World in 360. I produce virtual reality videos for people who are paralyzed in hospitals, underprivileged, or elderly who can no longer physically reach certain places. And you can see all those videos at worldin360.com and what I do. But what I try to do is I try to get the entirety of humanity to be able to experience as much as possible simultaneously. So if you're the CEO of a major company, you're still able to go along on my Everest Base Camp trek with me from your chair using virtual reality. And I think everybody should be participating in a way that makes all of humanity better. Yeah, I've seen some of the videos, man. It's pretty inspirational stuff too. Um, so I'll stick those links in the show, uh, in the show notes. So email address uh, at milo at adventureexp.com. That was correct. Oh, it's uh, so it's it's my first name, Milos M I L O S Z at adventuremilo.com, and Adventure Milo is shortened M I L O dot com. Adventuremilo.com and worldin360.com. Guys, the links will be in the show notes. Milo, thanks again for coming on. Thank you, Lee. Guys, check it all out at thehiddenlight.com. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in and listening to today's conversation. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've been able to take something away, something to help you create a more meaningful life, a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Guys, if you love the content that I produce here at The Hidden Why, there are a few ways you can support me. Firstly, connect with me. You can do so in a number of different ways. You can connect with me online at thehiddenwhy.com or via social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. 
I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to connect with you. If you've got any thoughts, comments, feedback, suggestions, or anything at all that you'd like to ask me, you can reach me at thehiddenwhyguy at gmail.com. While you're there, guys, make sure you subscribe to thehiddenwhy.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can be kept up to date with all the new episodes and happenings here at The Hidden Why. If you love what you heard in this episode, guys, or any of the others, please share the love. Share it with your family, friends, and anyone you think that might get some value. If you haven't already done so, you can also leave me a review on iTunes. Simply head over to iTunes, type in The Hidden Why, click the Ratings and Reviews button, and leave me a short message plus a one to five star rating. It helps me reach more people. Once again, guys, I appreciate the time you've taken out of your day to support my show. Until next time, you know what to do. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose, and in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is the Hidden Why Podcast. My name is Liam Arnoldsey. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.